Wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out and leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. Being a good person does not qualify you to make money. Stayallday.com. Stay exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach, too. Hey, you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. DreAllDay.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. You are now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up. Doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get to use those of personal initiative. What is that? That is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unified philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is we're going to talk about some healthy money mindsets. Now, since I already gave you in episode number 2214, I told you how poor money mindsets are keeping a lot of people broke. It's only right that I actually give you some healthy money mindsets. So again, I want to leave you hanging and just tell you how you might be messing up your opportunity, but then not tell you how to fix it. So I'm going to tell you how to fix it by giving you some healthy money mindsets that you can install and implement and start using right now in your life. Now, some of these I touched on back in episode 2214. If you have not listened to episode 2214, by the way, which was about a hundred days ago, a little over a hundred days ago. Make sure you go listen to that episode. And by the way, depending on when you're hearing this, if you can't find any episode of the show ever in the feed of the show, then just go to workonyourgamepodcast.com and you can see every episode in the history of the show. They are all listed there. Before we get into this, let me tell you, I want to have a weekly motivation text message. I send out free of charge. Everyone in my text community is message is guaranteed to keep you focused, sharp, and on point. You want to get it? Text me at my number, which is 305-384-6894. And at workonyourgame.net. I have a free training right now for any of you who is interested in increasing your outcome without having to work harder to do it. Yes, this is doable if you have the right strategy and approach that is at workonyourgame.net. So now let's get into it. Topic again is healthy money mindsets. And I already gave you an intro, so let's get right to the points. Point number one, money goes to where it can find friends and multiply. In other words, money goes to where there's more money. Let me tell you where money does not go. Money does not go to quote unquote good people. It does not go to those who, quote unquote, deserve it. I want that to sink in. It's very important that what I just said sinks in. Being a good person does not qualify you to make money. 
And believing you deserve money does not qualify you to make money. Are there good people who make money? Yes. Are there people who feel they deserve money who make money? Yes. Are there times that you felt like you had maybe thought to yourself, you know what? I made this money because I'm a good person because I deserve it. Maybe there are times you have thought that you can think whatever you want. But is that the reason that you made money? No, it is not. The reason you made money is because your money went to where it could find friends and it could multiply. You follow proper money principles, you make money. If you don't follow proper money principles, you can be a good person and believe you deserve it and you will be broke or poor. Some people who you may consider bad have made money, right? You ever seen a bad person with money? Are there any people you know who you think are bad people? They are doing mean things, unethical things. You don't like their ideas. You don't like what they stand for. You don't like what they're about. You don't like where their friends are. You don't like where they're from. There's something about them that you absolutely are disgusted by, yet they are making money, maybe even more than you. Have you seen this? Every one of us has. So there's proof to you right there that money does not care about good or bad. Money is not about good or bad. Money is about multiplication. And multiplication doesn't have an opinion. It's factual. It's on paper. It doesn't have an opinion. It's impartial to your goodness or badness. I remember I was watching this TV show called, was it The Office? Yeah, I think it was The Office. Yeah, The Office. And on the show, there was these people who worked in like, they worked in an office and they were selling paper. Dunder Mifflin Paper Company. And if you never saw the show, it doesn't matter. It's okay. And at one point, the one of the main characters, his name was Michael Scott. He was the manager or the boss at the office. He quit that company and decided to start his own paper company, like a competing company. And the show was like a comedy. All right. So Michael starts his own paper company. The problem was his company did not have the relationships to beat out the prices of the company he had just left. So what he decided was we're going to undercut the other company on price. So they start selling their paper. Michael and his new company start selling his paper at a cheaper price. Then the company that he had just left, the problem was he wasn't making any profits in this process of undercutting his former employer. So there was a point where he's sitting in the office, him and his two staff members, because he had the small staff that he took with him from, he basically pilled from his old company. And he's sitting in the office of his accountant. His accountant says to him, well, Michael says to the accountant, all right, how are we doing on business? And the accountant says, well, you're about to go broke. <laughs> and Michael says, how are we about to go broke? Mind you, the show is a comedy. Michael says, how are we about to go broke? We have all these customers. We're making all these sales. We're selling all this paper. How is it possible that we're going broke? And the accountant says, well, based on the cost of the products that you're selling, you are not selling your products at a high enough price to make a profit. Therefore, every time you make a sale, you are losing money. Therefore, you are on the verge of being insolvent and you're about to go broke. And mind you, this is an accountant. So he's not saying it with a smile on his face. He's just explaining it plainly. And Michael is sitting there. He's like, I could probably find this clip on YouTube. Hopefully it's on YouTube. And Michael says, well, I don't believe it. Crunch the numbers again. And everyone, any of you who understands accounting knows that this directive from Michael Scott made no sense. There's no numbers to crunch. If you're not making money, you're not making money. And the accountant starts to say to Michael, well, he says, well, this is a spreadsheet. He's, you can see over his shoulder, he's looking at an Excel spreadsheet. He's like, well, this is a spreadsheet. There are no numbers to crunch. It automatically updates. And while he's saying that, Michael just interrupts him and yells at him, crunch the numbers, <laughs> crunch the numbers again. And the accountant, he just hits the space bar on his computer and says, crunch, and the numbers don't change. And Michael's just sitting there and his staff members are looking at him like, yeah, we're about to go out of business. We're about to be broke. The whole point is, and if you've never seen Office, you may not get the comedy of the show. But anyway, it was a very funny scene. That's why I still remember it. Anyway, money, all money cares about is multiplying. All right? It doesn't care if you're a good person or a bad person. It does not. You may have fooled yourself into believing that because we're humans and we're all emotional creatures and we tend to give extra weight to our own feelings and thoughts about things as opposed to looking at them logically as to why they really happen, as opposed to why we think they happen. This is where superstition comes from and you know, all kinds of things that humans have 
believed and continue to believe this day. Anyway, I've heard people talk of being a good steward of money. Anybody heard that phrase? Be a good steward. S-T-E-W-A-R of money. Let's look into the definition of that word so you understand what it means. Definition of a steward is a person who looks after the passengers on a ship, aircraft, or train and brings them meals. In other words, just like I told us in the definition. In other words, like I told you in yesterday's episode, what you pay attention to, you get more of. A steward is a person who looks after the things that they are in charge of. When you look after the money, guess what you get? More money. That's what it means to be a good steward of money. I did not tell you that in point one yesterday. When you pay attention to it, you get more of it. What you ignore, it goes away. Being a good steward of money means you are paying attention to it and you are attending to it. You are doing your job. You are, like I told you in episode 1288, title, mind your business. What is your business? If you make it your business to earn money and increase the money that you earn, that means you're going to be paying attention to it. Minding your business, you'll get more of it because you became a good steward of it. Point number two, today's topic, once again, is healthy money mindsets that everyone should have installed and implemented in your mind. Number two, you are not responsible for another person's financial situation. This one has to sink into. This one really has to sink in, especially for those of you who are salespeople, especially for those of you who get to set your own price, especially for those of you who get to set your price on intangible product. In other words, you get to set your price on something that has no, you can't even hold it in your hands. It's not a physical thing. So the price is whatever you say it is and whatever you can get people to agree to. For example, if you're a professional speaker, you're a consultant, you're a trainer, you're a coach, you get to set your price. Your price is whatever you say it is. I know coaches who charge six figures a year for coaching, literally six figures a year for coaching. I know coaches who charge $100 an hour for coaching. I know coaches who charge $25. I know trainers who charge $25 for a one-on-one, one-hour sessions. I know coaches who do that. Some of you are listening to this. I'm talking about you, right? Because I know so many of them who do it. I know it got to be, by all of average, there's got to be a couple of you listening to the show right now. In every one of those categories that I just said. So here's the point. You are not responsible for another person's financial situation. Why am I saying that? Because you should not be allowing another person to guilt you into violating point number one. Remember what point number one was. Money goes to where it can find friends and multiply. In other words, people who have money tend to make more money and people who don't have money tend to stay broke. Any of y'all notice that? Many of y'all notice that when somebody has money, they tend to make more money. And when somebody doesn't have money, they tend to just stay in the state of not having money. Why is this? You know the whole saying, the rich get richer and the poor get poorer is the same because it's true. Why is it? Anybody know why that is? Because it has nothing to do with what you are doing. It has everything to do with who you are being. The be, do, have principle, as explained in my book, Work On Your Game, as I talk about again in the third day, as I talk about again in the mirror motivation, as I talk about again in the Work On Your Game system manual, as I talk about again in the mental workbook, and as I talk about over and over again on this show. Why do I mention it so often? Because it is so important to your success or to your failure. Do not allow anyone to guilt you into the violation of point number one, which is money goes to where it can find friends. In other words, when you are charging more money for the things that you are doing, you tend to make more money. All right, if you just know math, then you should understand that. All right, if you graduated from elementary school, all of you know how to count, right? All right, so if you believe what I said, then this makes sense. For example, if you're a salesperson, doesn't matter what you sell, and you charge a certain amount for your product, you do not need to give a discount to someone just because they claim that they don't have money or they claim they don't have a lot of money. I get this often because the kind of things that I sell, at least the higher ticket things that I sell are intangible, like uh, speaking, coaching, consulting, things like that. They're intangible. You can't hold it in your hand. So the price is uh, very fluid. So 
I have in the past dealt with people and any of you who's in these spaces, training, coaching, consulting, speaking, you're going to deal with people who are going to say to you, well, look, I want to work with you, but I don't have a lot of money, but our organization is poor, but you know, my mom's in the hospital, but no, my dog got a broken leg, but no, everybody has a story when they're trying to get a discount off of you. And any of you who sells anything, I don't care, even if you sell tangible products, you can sell clothes, you can sell car washes, you can sell fruit at the local farmer's market. You're going to get people giving you a story. All right. I've heard this from so many people. I've had people who I work with who are authors and they're selling a book for like $25 and they get people giving them a story, trying to not have to pay $25 for a damn book. This happens. All right. No matter you start in $25,000 or $25, you're going to get the story. Here's what you need to understand. This is the mindset you must install in yourself, salesperson. That person's financial state is not your responsibility. Your responsibility is your financial state. And as I told you in episode 1288, minding your business and your business is following point number one, which is money goes to where it can find friends and multiply. It does not go to you for being a good person. In other words, if you're selling a product for $25 and you get somebody a discount and sell it to them for 10 because they claim that they didn't have money, you just violated point number one. Therefore, you are not minding your business. Therefore, you're hurting your business. Therefore, money will not find its way to you. Money will go in the opposite direction when it sees you coming because it knows you violated the principle. I need you to marinate on that point before I continue speaking. Salesperson, do not make this mistake again. I talked to a lot of salespeople. I've talked to a lot of them who have made this mistake. So that's why I put the again in there. Uh, don't make this mistake again, because I know you made it in the past. If you are about to make it today, you can thank me because I just saved you. All right. And keep that money. Don't give it to me. Keep that money. All right. Treat that money as the lesson that you earned and treat that as a turning point in your career. That money, that the extra $15 that you're going to make because you insist that that person pays you what you said the price is. Do not let anybody guilt you or shame you or story you into discounting your products because they claim they don't have money. That ain't your business. That they don't have money. Your business is your money. And here's the thing. Here's the logical point to this. Now, I just gave you kind of a in-between point between emotion and logic because you need to understand the being part of this and the logic. But here's the fully logical point that the person who claims that they don't have money so they can't buy your thing. Let me let you in on the secret. Whether they buy from you or not, guess what their situation is going to be at the end of the day? They still not going to have any money because if they didn't have money when they came to you and then you tell them the price and then they say, well, I don't have money, assuming that they're telling the truth, whether they buy from you or not, guess what? They still ain't going to have no money. All right. No matter what they do with you, they're still going to have and be in the same state that they were in when they showed up. They ain't got no money. Right? What business of that is yours? A person who doesn't have money didn't have money before they met you. So offering them a discount due to their financial state doesn't help them because they still don't have money. And it doesn't help you because now you didn't get full price for your product and you just disrespected your own business. If what you are selling has true value or what the person or the person you're dealing with is if they understand the value of what you're selling. The best thing you can do is get them to invest at full price. That's your job. Your job is not to get them a discount and meet them where they're at. Your job is to help them understand the value of what you're offering so they can meet you where you're at. That is your job as a salesperson. This is not my opinion. This is your job as a salesperson. This is your duty and obligation. They will then be, check this out, fully emotionally and physically invested in getting the return on investment from their investment. Because they have invested, now they're going to make sure they show up and get the value out of their thing. Here's the thing y'all got to understand. When I sell things, the people who invest the most money in the things that I sell are the ones who get the most value out of the stuff that I sell simply because they show up and they squeeze every single drop out of everything that I tell them because they're paying attention. Why do people pay attention? Because they pay money. This is how it works, folks. This is just human nature. 
When we invest money, we pay attention. When we are invested financially, we are invested emotionally, mentally, spiritually, and every other way. This is how it works. Things that I pay for, I show up. Now, I have a trainer. I show up to every session. I'm in coaching programs. I show up to every call. Why? Because I paid for it. Now, when I buy tickets to events, I never paid for a ticket to an event and didn't go to the event. All right, how many of you bought a book for $9.95? You paid shipping for one of my books and didn't read it. Didn't read the whole book. Oh, yeah, I'm talking about you. I know. <laughs> I've been in this game long enough. I've seen enough. I know exactly how it goes. When people are invested, they pay attention. When you let them off the hook, you are hurting them as well as hurting yourself. So nobody wins in that situation and you just violated the principle. Point number three. Today's topic, once again, is some healthy money mindsets that you need to install in your brain. Number three, there is a misunderstood saying that says money is the root of all evil. That is not actually what it says. The accurate saying is that the love of money is the root of all evil. Money itself or even the pursuit of it is not evil. It's not evil to pursue money. All right, why? Because we need money to live. We need money, food, clothing, shelter. All right. Any of you can live without those three things? I didn't think so. You can pursue money as much of it as you want. All right. There's no bad thing about having money. It's just that you don't want to become a slave to your money and put your money above everything else in your life. You don't want to be a slave to money. Money should work for you. You don't work for it. We all need money and we all use money, but you don't need money to use you. All right. Money provides, again, food, clothing, shelter and luxuries like the smartphone or the computer upon which you are listening to me talk right now. So if you have had it stuck in your mind that having money is somehow sacrilegious or evil or negative, all right, that thought right there is the very thing that is keeping you from making the kind of money you want to make. You need to recondition your mind and unlearn that mindset because that is the exact thing that is causing money to run away from you. Read my book called The Seller's Mindset, which you can get at workonmygame.com slash sell, S-E-L-L, to help you get your mind right around this. And a book that I'm going to write in the future. I haven't started writing it yet, but I'm going to write a book around just some simple principles when it comes to business and money that will be a, an add-on to what I talked about in The Seller's Mindset. The Seller's Mindset is not a long book, but one of the books I'm going to write in the future is going to be just around these principles of business that I think a lot of people just need to understand when it comes to your mindset and your approach and the way that you do things. Because if you don't have the right mentality, you can have all the talent in the world and even a great opportunity in front of you and completely blow it simply because the way that you're thinking and the way that you're approaching things strategically is hampering you. You're basically shooting yourself in the foot. So that's coming. It's coming soon. I haven't started writing it yet, but I write pretty quickly. So stay tuned for that. I'll tell you about it when it's time. Well, let's recap today's class, which is healthy money mindsets. Point number one, money goes to where it can find friends and multiply. It does not go to good people. It does not go to people who deserve it. And some people may think that it makes you bad to make money. Money does not care about good or bad. Money does not have a moral compass. Money is all about multiplication. A steward means a person who looks after the passengers. Or when you are a good steward of money, you are looking after it, just like I told you yesterday. Number two, you're not responsible for another person's financial situation. The person tells you they don't have money, therefore they can't buy your product. It is your job to help them understand the value of what you're offering, and they will find the money. Everybody finds money for things that they see the value in. And if they didn't have money when they met you today, well, they won't have money when they leave you, whether they buy it or not. They still won't have money because they didn't have money before they showed up. And point number three, it's a misunderstood saying that money is the root of all evil. The actual saying is the love of money is the root of all evil. So you can pursue as much money as you want and use it because we need it for food, clothing, shelter. You just don't want to become a slave to your money. So if you had it stuck in your mind that having money is somehow bad or negative or evil, you got to recondition your mindset and unlearn that because that is the exact thing that is keeping the money away from you. All that said, text me to get my weekly motivation text straight to your phone at number 305-384-6894 and workonyourgame.net for those of you who are serious about taking your income, your money 
to its next level without having to run yourself into the ground in the process, even if you feel like you're already doing that right now, I'll tell you how we can do it in a way that is strategic and systematic and process driven. That's at workonyourgame.net. Work on your game. Dre all day. I have a text message line now where every single day from my number, I am sending out a text to everyone in my community with a daily motivation message to keep you sharp, focused, and on point to get started and be energized for your day. If you want to receive my daily motivation text, just send a quick text right now to say hello to this number, 305-384-6894. Again, 305-384-6894. Get my daily motivation text straight to your phone free of charge, 305-384-6894.